Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I'd like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Bus podcast. Uh, last week, we continued part two of a series entitled The Greatest Love. Uh, we discussed how God has promised to never leave us or forsake us. This week, we will discuss how the Holy Spirit was sent to lead us back to God, who is love. If we are willing to humble ourselves and listen to the wisdom that the Holy Spirit provides, then we'll be able to be like those trees in Psalm 1 that is planted by the rivers of the water, that bringeth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So let's get started and begin part three of this series entitled The Greatest Love. The title of this episode is called, The Spirit Will Lead You. We will be reading today from John chapter 16, verse 13. But first, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day that you have blessed us with to be in your presence. We bless your holy name. Holy Spirit, help us to learn more about you and how you were sent to be a comforter to us. Lord, I humble myself right now. Only have me speak what is given me to say by the Holy Spirit. Not my words, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read John chapter 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. In this world, we're often just surrounded and inundated by a lot of noise and voices from every direction, whether it's on the television or radio, or maybe it's voices of others in our workplace and our communities. And it can be hard to determine what is the right path for us when All of these sounds are coming in so quickly. The good news is that in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. So he only hears those things that God is saying about our destiny and who we are in Christ Jesus. Uh, When we pray in the spirit, then we're only repeating the plans and good things that God has prepared for our lives and the prosperity of his kingdom. This is why Jesus said earlier in this chapter that it's expedient that I leave you. Because he knew that when he left that he was going to send the Holy Spirit. And he referred to him as our comforter. And that our comforter was going to be able to guide us into all truth. The Holy Spirit speaks the truth that he hears about our Our righteousness in Jesus Christ, God's love for us, his love for the nations, his love for people, his grace and mercy, God's mysteries um, of his kingdom, and his great plan for us and our role in his kingdom. When we humble ourselves and pray in the spirit, we're in essence proclaiming victory over every area of our lives. This is good because often there are situations in life where we don't know what we should be praying. According to Romans 8, verse 26, uh, we learn that likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, 
but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So praying in the Spirit enables us to pray the will of God over our lives. Today, um, I want to want you to think of a situation right now that you're facing. Um, maybe it's something that you've been going through for a long period of time and you're not sure of what you should do. Um, and we're just going to pray in the spirit and have the spirit help us and, and guide us and lead us into what's best for our lives. So um, I want you to pray and, and just humble yourself. I know for some, this may be your first time experiencing praying in the spirit, you know, but it's possible. Just allow yourself to pray, start thinking of that situation, and then just allow your mouth to say those things and pray in the spirit, the things, the utterances that come out of your mouth and just go with that. Okay. So I'll, we'll go ahead and start. Roke te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota rokata e te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota rokata ata e te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota rokata e te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota ata e te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota rokata e te bele mokota shakata e te bele mokota Rokata ete belemokota shakata ata ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota shakata ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota shakata ata ete belemokota rohata ete belemokota shakata ata ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota shakata ata ete belemokota rohata ete belemokota shakata Ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota shakata ete belemokota rokata ata ete belemokota shakata ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota shakata ete belemokota rokata ete belemokota. So what you'll notice, and if this is your first experience of praying in the in tongues, is that you'll feel it right in your belly. And when you pray in tongues, you're praying, it edifies your whole being. And so you may not, you may feel silly. Well, this feels silly. I don't know what I said or what I did, but you can have evidence from how you feel. If you, you pray that whatever you were had on your mind or whatever, you know, came up out of your spirit, that you can be assured that it's, what God has, his will for you over your life. So what God has for you. So sometimes you have to go there and have, you know, get, get yourself out of the way and just trust that what you said were things that God would have you to say about your life. So I'd like to just thank you for um, joining me um, on this broadcast. Amaya Sobus. Um, again, we broadcast on every Tuesdays now. So if, um, you know, just continue to tune in and we'll just continue to study the word and growing our knowledge of um, God. So thank you and have a blessed week.